Hey, good evening. Welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton, and I'm the co-host along with my beautiful mother, Evelyn Johnson Minton. Hey, Mom, how are you doing this evening? Well, I'm doing great. We've had a beautiful day, and the children and little doggies are outside playing and swimming, and and it's just been a gorgeous day. I've been reading Billy's books and uh, and just enjoying myself. What a menagerie we have outside, Mom, in your backyard. Jesse and Chad are out there, my little sister Libby, Ben and Kendall, their two children, their dog Champ, and my puppies, uh, Blue Ridge Fox and Paige. So there's a big party out in that backyard this evening. Oh, yes, they are. And they're having so much fun, and I love to watch them. You know, Mom, tonight I was thinking that we could do this topic You know how I always say that I want to do something that's the wow factor, or I don't want to do it at all? So what do you think we talk about keeping the wow factor in every little thing that you do? That would be great. It makes me think, do you remember that uh, I had a patient, and I'm just going to make up a name and call her Ashley. Do you remember she was severely agoraphobic? Oh, yes, I'll never forget that. Before I get into that, I'd like to say something else. People don't remember you if you're just average. You need to set your bar high in what you dream about or actually do. And when your life is over, people should say that, hey, he or she was great to me. You got to treat people with the wow factor because they're going to love you more for it. Oh, yes, they will. Just be good to them and do things for them. And just uh, they will appreciate you and just, you know, just be helpful to everyone. Exactly, Mom. You've got to let people know how you feel about them and what makes them special to you and other people. I think the best life that you could ever live is just built from helping and uplifting other people. Oh, yes, that is true. I I get more joy out of helping other people and, you know, doing things for them and, and just everything I can do for anyone. I love to do it. Well, back to the patient that we had named Ashley that we're going to call her. You know, she was severely agoraphobic. And I remember the first day that we met her, she had a toboggan pulled down so far over her head that you could barely see her eyes. Yes, I remember that. I remember her quite well. And she she didn't even, you know, pull her toboggan up for me to talk to her or anything when she came in. I was even surprised that she made it to our office because for people that don't know what it means, I'd like to clear up the definition of agoraphobia. If someone's agoraphobic, it means that they, it means a lot of things, but in this lady's case, it just meant that she was afraid to leave her home. She wouldn't even leave her bedroom. People would have to slide her food under her bedroom door so that she could even eat. Yes, that's true, and she just they just won't uh, come out of their room or anything, you know. They're just afraid. So anyway, um, the first day that she came to the office, her husband drove her, and she was staring at the ground. She had her hands in her pocket, and we had a good session together, and I felt that we had made a connection. And I explained her plan to her, the medication plan, and we said a prayer together before she left. Oh, yeah, she seemed more... Uh, you know, more at ease when after you got through talking to her. I mean, she wasn't as jumpy and everything when she came in. 
Exactly. And, you know, her psychiatrist called me a few days later and she said, uh, you've just seen one of my patients professionally. And she said, I'd like for you to discuss it with you. And I said, okay. She said, well, would you be willing to see her every week? And I said, well, every week? I said, um, if you think it'll really be helpful, I'll make up some very inexpensive office fee so that we can make this happen. Because, you know, if you just do it for free, the patient, they won't see value in it. And they also won't want to do it because they don't want charity. So I just made up this ridiculous small fee each week. And that's the way we did it. And she would just come in each week and we would talk. Yes, and each week she came in, I could see some difference in her. And she, you know, she got so she would talk to me and and uh, she acted a little better. And, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm a pharmacologist. So anyway, um, but I've always had a great connection with people. So that's what my doctorate is in. So anyway, um, she was very severely depressed over the loss of her mother, and she lost a niece within the same year, and she just stayed hidden away. That's what triggered this agoraphobia. So she worked hard with me for a solid year, and boy, did we have some amazing progress. Oh, yes, you did. Every week that she came in, I could tell a difference in her, and uh, I thought, I thank God every day for that patient that she was getting better. Absolutely. She had gained the right amount of weight because when I first saw her, she was very frail. And she became a cosmetologist, and she started working in a retail salon, and this just amazed me. Do you remember how she looked, Mom, when she came in the office? Oh, yes. It, it was so sad, and she just looked really, really bad. But do you remember how she looked after we had been counseling her for over a year? Oh, my goodness. She looked beautiful, well-dressed, and just talking and laughing and smiling. And and I was just so happy. She brought her husband, and I'm going to call him John, to one of her last weekly office visits. And he was smiling. And his exact words to me were, you saved our marriage. And I smiled and I said to him, I said, you and Ashley saved your marriage. I was just a willing vessel that God had used to help you all uh, for your situation. Oh, yes. uh, Her husband was so happy. He had her by the hand, you know, and they were smiling at each other. And it was just, oh, it was just so, uh, made me so happy. And, you know, I don't want to say this was a happy ending. I think it was a happy beginning because... It was the beginning of her life all over again and her marriage. Everything felt new. And I have to tell you, Mom, my whole career would have been worth working for if this had been the only patient that I'd ever helped. Yes, me too. I I, I believe that. And uh, and it, it's just wonderful to see people get better and change and do things for other people and, and just, you know, just live their life with the Lord. You know, I saw her a long time ago when I was out shopping one day, and I just looked at her, and I winked at her, and she smiled from ear to ear, and that's all I did. Oh, yeah, she just, I I don't know where she came back in the office anymore or not after that. Well, um, you know, if I was going to ask a question to anybody that's listening to our podcast, here's what I would ask you. Is there someone that you know that would benefit 
from receiving the wow factor from you? And I think that's a good question for us to ask ourselves. And I think that's what people want from us. They want the best that we can give them. Yes, that is true. Uh, you know, helping other people and doing things for them, it's just, it will make you feel so good. It really does. I feel very gratified if I know that I had a little bit to do with helping someone have a better life. And this makes me think of the Bible verse, Colossians chapter 13, actually chapter 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Oh, that is so beautiful. I love it. I do too, Mom. You know, I love talking about this story tonight because I just think it's it's amazing. Can you imagine someone goes from being agoraphobic to walk it, to working in a retail salon and dressing like somebody that just walked out of a Vogue magazine? Oh, yes. It's, just, uh, it's hard to believe, but it really happens. I know. You and I, we really get some interesting patients because by the time the patient gets to our office... They've really been around the block medically. They've been pushed and shoved, and they've not gotten the help that they needed. And it's just very gratifying when we can help somebody get their life turned in the right direction. Oh, yes, it makes me happy, and it makes me sad to see the patients come in so sick and their blood pressure up and and just everything wrong with them and on the wrong medication and it just breaks my heart, but we work with them when they get better. Yes, they do, Mom. And I tell you what, people that come in our office, they call and come in there because of you, not me. Oh, that's not true. They come because you can help them. Well, they come because they love you, too. And I'd like to say a prayer with you before we close our podcast. Is that okay? Oh, that's fine. I love it. Do you want me to say or do you want to? You go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for the opportunity to allow us to take your knowledge and your love and all the skills that you've allowed us to learn and obtain in our life to help other people. Father, we thank you for the most precious gift you ever gave this world, your son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross to save this world from their sins. By his stripes, the blood, the stripes of his blood, we are healed And Father, we thank you for your miracles. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for all that you do and your love and your guidance and the strength and for being there for us. And Father, we thank you for all these things through your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. All right, Mom. Well, I sure do look forward to our next podcast. Like I said, today's the 47th podcast, and we're coming up on that 50th podcast real soon. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. And God bless you, Billy, and I love you so much, and bye for now. God bless you, Mom. I love you too. Bye for now.